Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Welcome to episode 49 of the Frugal Family Home Podcast. And today we're going to talk about being intentional with your thoughts. Because you know, if you let your thoughts get away from you and you play something over and over in your mind, it can gobble up all your time and the whole day. You don't get things done that you really need to get done. And it's easy to get focused on things that don't really matter. So that's what we're going to talk about today and how to kind of take control of those thoughts so that you can go about your day and get things that are really important done. There are many things that can make you dwell on a situation that you just can't seem to get out of. You can get stuck because there's something you can't resolve. There can be things that are totally out of your control, or it could be that someone has hurt you in a way and you just are having a hard time getting past it. All of these things can cause you to just dwell on it and use up time that you could be using for better, more productive things. And so today, I want to give you five steps to kind of break out of that cycle, because I'm sure you got lots of things to do other than rethinking the same things over and over and over again. Part of the problem when you dwell on something is you feel stuck, you feel like something isn't resolved. And you feel like they're there's a problem that needs to be solved. Your brain wants to work on it constantly. And when there's actually a problem to be solved, this works perfectly because you can kind of dwell on it and do other things. But when it's a problem that doesn't really have a solution, it's easy to get stuck and you just can't seem to move on. And that's where these steps can help you in those situations where you feel like you don't have any control. Maybe someone else has um, done something and you really can't get it resolved out of no fault of your own. Maybe it's a circumstance that you can't control. Like um, you were doing really well with paying off your bills and suddenly a global pandemic happens and you're unemployed and you can't meet your financial goals for that month or the next month. And sure, you have unemployment coming, but the checks aren't coming in and it all just seems to spiral downward. And that's something that's not really in your control. You cannot go out and fight this pandemic on your own. You can only do what you can do for your own household. Or maybe it's someone who has hurt you and it's hard to get past that. All of these things can make you stuck and keep you thinking about them over and over again. But there is some action that you can take. There is some control that you have that you can take and it all starts within you. You can stop the thinking and let it go and move on knowing that not every problem like this has a solution. And sometimes you just have to write it out till the end and things get better and you move on. And so these steps can help you move on more quickly. At least I found them found them to be super helpful for me and I hope they will be for you too. So step number one is to stop and grieve. It seems like when there's a problem, either a hurt feeling or circumstances out of your control, it's hard to just stop 
and grieve the loss of whatever is happening to you at that time. It's easier to try to keep thinking and keep moving forward and do something about it. But sometimes there's just nothing to be done. And you just have to write it out. And so sitting with the problem and realizing that this is just something I have to grieve. It's a loss I need to let go can be hard, but the sooner you start that process, the better it will be. Recently, I was, you know, hurt by something and I just, you know, kept dwelling on it over and over again. Why didn't this work out? Why did this person do this? And it doesn't really matter because that's not a problem I can solve. It's well beyond my abilities to go and change someone else. So I have to live with what I have and to sit and grieve the loss, but really just to sit with it and know it's okay. That is, this has happened and it will pass too. And you just have to keep going, but talk, stopping and thinking about it and letting yourself grieve the loss of whatever has happened, grieve the loss of your job, grieve the loss of a friendship, grieve the loss of getting to go out and do the things you want. I mean, a lot of people during the pandemic has had to give up things that they love to do. But again, it will pass and it will be done and take the time to really grieve the loss. So step number one is to grieve the loss. Step two is to stop the thoughts as they start. Even after you grieve the loss, the problem may come to mind off and on for a while. When those thoughts creep back in, don't press them down to deal with them later. Think logically about the situation that occurred. Did you do something wrong? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Maybe it's at a point you can't change, but really think about it logically. Did I do something wrong? Yes or no? And what could, and then was there something that I could have done differently to have a different outcome? And think about that. Think about it logically and without as without emotion as much as you can. Was the other person wrong and won't make it right? Sometimes this happens. People are stubborn. I can be a stubborn person too. And they don't want to admit that they were wrong. And sometimes we just have to look at it logically and think like a computer without, a, uh, without emotion as much as you can. And this can separate you from the emotion and help you move on and think, well, yeah, that person maybe was having a bad day. They said something that they shouldn't have and I'm hurt by it. But, you know, they might not even know it happened and just kind of... Talk about it to yourself and realize that not everything is intentional from others and not everything is in our control. And yes, this too will pass. It's hard right now. Acknowledge that it's hard right now, but you can move on. But that doesn't mean you have to spend all day thinking. So that is step number to recognize when these thoughts are coming up and think about them logically, acknowledge them and then move on. So we have step one and step two down. Now for step three, we want to get someone else's perspective. Because sometimes when you're stuck in a situation that you feel you can't solve or there is no solution, it's better to talk to someone else and get their perspective on it. So 
And when you share your hurt feelings or the situation or the frustration, others can empathize with you. Maybe they've gone through the same thing. Maybe they're going through the same thing and they just don't want to admit it until you talk about it too. So they can tell you if you allow them a different point of view. And I know it's hard part. It's hard part to listen and hear somebody else's point of view when we want to hold on to the hurt. We want to hold on to, oh, woe is me situation. But again, it's not going to help. And so just to have get someone else's perspective and listening to that and knowing that others have went through this and have come out the other side is enough to help turn that dwelling off and help you to move on. By opening up and sharing this with others, a lot of times it makes it so much easier to just let it go because you've gotten it out there, you've talked it out, you've gotten some help, some empathy, some perspective from someone else, and it can feel so much better. So we've done our first three steps. We've grieved the situation. We have thought about the thoughts as they come up logically and without as emotion that helps us get kind of stuck in that dwelling situation. We've talked to someone else to get their perspective and still it still is just cropping up a lot and taking a lot of time in your day or in your week. And so another way to break this cycle is to do a physical task. Because when we're mulling things over, we're often not active. We're not out actively doing something. And when you do get active, you can break the cycle. So instead of sitting around and thinking, go out for a walk, a bike ride, or do some yard work. We always have projects that need to be done around the house. I mean, always something to do. When, When I feel stuck, I get out and work on a project, trim the bushes, pressure wash the fence, painting a room that I've been putting off. Anything to get active can help break that cycle. You think less, you have other things to think about because you are out there working and being active. And just sometimes when your mind is overthinking, using your muscles to do something can really make a difference. So if you're still stuck after the first three steps, get out there and do something to get your body moving and to be active. And the last step, step number five, is to know when to let go. Sometimes we hold on to hurt or keep going back to situations in our mind because we don't really want to let them go. I know it's harsh, but I do it too. We feel like we want to hold on to that hurt. We are justified by doing it. And we want to feel some sort of control over the situation. We've kind of develop this, this situation to um, hold on to that, that hurt or that feeling or that just want to keep dwelling on it because it gives you a sense of control in your life that you didn't have at one time or that you're you're trying to get now. And so to truly let go, we have to forgive a person or situation that has wronged us, or we have to just decide, no, this is not going to be something that defines me. 
I am not going to dwell on this because as I do, it's not helping me. It's only hurting me because when you hold on to hurt, it will start to, or any sort of situation that you dwell on, it can start to consume you and take up your energy. And then that person or situation winning again. So taking you from what's truly important, your family, your friends, and you miss out on things because you're constantly dwelling on it. So sometimes it just takes a little tough love and just know, nope, I just need to let this go. I need to go through these steps each time and talk through them. And eventually there's with repeating steps, you can work right through it and get on the other side because things do get better. So those are the five steps to help you be more intentional with your thoughts so they don't hold you back and keep you stuck. Because there's so many situations in life that that you can get stuck and the only thing holding you back is your own thinking. And I want you to be free to make changes that you want to do in your life to be able to, you know, take control of what you can and leave behind what you can and do the best you can with each situation as it comes up. Because that's what truly makes a wonderful, great life is to take what you can control, do a great job for you and your family, and just have to let go of things that you can't control. Today, whatever is holding you back, just say no. It's not going to take any more of my time. Go through these five steps if you need to to help you, and then move on to something that can really help you and your family be really productive. If you want to see the show notes, you can head on over to frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 49. And thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.